Welcome back to the New Creation Woman podcast, where we chat all things beautiful and ugly about womanhood through the faithful lens and restoration of Christ. So today we are going to give you biblical action steps, both physical and spiritual, that you can take to beat anxiety. Remember to like and subscribe wherever you are listening from and take a moment to give us a five-star rating and written review that will help us reach more ears that are willing to hear and hearts that are willing to receive. So many women suffer from anxiety and you know, even Christians. Some people think, oh, well you have Jesus so you shouldn't be suffering Uh. from things like anxiety, but you know, we live in this fallen world and we deal with emotions just like everyone else and you know thank god we do have jesus and the word of the lord to help us overcome am i right amen you know so today we have combined our top seven biblical (laughs) tips to beat anxiety and we're going to share them with you and hope that they will bless you as much as they have blessed each of us and it was really fun coming up with these tips with my mom and sharing them and you know each of us we're trying to find out uh actually we had a few in common Right. Mm -hmm. But we were trying to figure out like what's really worked for us throughout time. And then there were some that she came up with that I'd never even thought of. So you want to share briefly, mom, like how did you come up with your tips? Well, thank you for asking me and thank you for doing this, because really this is you put a lot of time and and effort in in a lot of the scriptures. You are your father's daughter. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Um, She's got a lot of biblical tips. I have some of the more physical tips because I had struggled with um, anxiety and depression, which we'll talk about in another future podcast. For sure. But um, a lot of mine are physical. And how I came up with them was learning uh, because the hard way, you know, about taking care of myself. And I don't know, some women have, we're naturally caregivers. We're Mm -hmm. taking care of children, uh, taking care of elderly parents, taking care of husbands. I was taught that, you know, you have to take care of everybody else and like put myself on the back burner. (laughs) And then I'm all stressed out because I'm all worried about like, are the kids okay? And my husband okay? And my mom and dad okay? Is everybody okay? And then I'm like, ah. So Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to take care of me. And that's also something you're grandmother taught me, Eleanor. Ellie, my mom, was a great teacher. She would always say, take care of yourself. Nobody else will. You have to. Yeah. And I think it just goes to show, you know, no matter where you are in life or your walk with the Lord, there's always more to learn and uncover. And so these seven biblical tips to beat anxiety are, are you ready for number one? Yeah. All right. (laughs) So number one is actually a spiritual one, and it is Remember the heart of the Father. Mm, That's good. Yes. So you might be wondering what I mean by that, because so often we feel really distant from the Father's heart Mm -hmm. when we are overcome with intense emotion like anxiety. Mm -hmm. And yet, the heart of the Father is exactly where we can dwell in His love and find refuge. Amen. Yes. So it's not a coincidence that one of the root causes of anxiety is fear. You know, but John 1, 4, 18 tells us that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Oh, and I love fear, that. you know, has to do with punishment. Mm-hmm. I love it too. Mm-hmm. Because the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you know what that is speaking like? To me right now, it's saying that we have to stop beating ourselves up. 
Yes. You know, we have to come out of the fear of the punishment of the world and know that even though we may fall short, and all of us do, you know, mm -hmm. that by the grace of God and through our faith, we are saved. And in that faith, we are given promises, are we not? Yes. Yeah, so and so I'll he is a promise keeper. Second mm -hmm. Timothy 1 7 says, For the Spirit of God gave us, does not make us timid, but give us power, love, and self-discipline. So that's what the heart of the Father looks like. It looks like power. It mm -hmm. looks like, you know, self-discipline. It looks like strength. And, you know, like that nursery song goes, we are weak, but he is strong. And yes, <laughs> we have to remember that. Yes. You know, we have to feel that. Mm -hmm. And we need to rest in his love and focus on his heart, not our own. See, because... 1 Peter 5.10 says, And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Yes. He will restore you. And when in doubt, you can call on your helper, the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, Romans 8.15-17 through 17 mm -hmm. says that for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Yes. And the spirit himself <laughs> bears witness with our spirit mm -hmm. that we are children of God. Yes. And if we are children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. That's such a powerful one. So renounce the spirit of bondage to fear yes. and declare that you do not receive Amen. it in Jesus' yes, name. Remind you, yourself and the enemy who you have been made into through Jesus Christ. Yes. That you have been adopted into mm -hmm. the family of God Amen. and that he's your Abba, mm -hmm. your father, and that you are not, you know, joint heirs with Christ. You are joint heirs with Christ and that you can turn away from all sufferings and make them into glory. Yes. So wh what does it mean to turn sufferings over to glory? Well, that's coming up soon. But first, let's look at physical tips that you can use. My mother came up with <laughs> to help activate, actually, the restoration and the release by Christ. And so tip number two is by my mama. Okay, tip number two. But before I say that, I one thing that you said I wanted to comment on, remind yourself of who you are, yeah. who you are in Christ. Remind yeah. yourself that you're his daughter. Oh, that's good. A daughter, an heir, <laughs> an heir is like pretty awesome. Uh, Remember in the olden times, like men were the heir, yeah. never daughters unless they were the only ones yeah. left, right? Yeah, yeah. We are all equally Amen. heirs and <laughs> joint heirs with Christ. Like, yes. What? <laughs> okay. I love that. Yes. So, okay. So the first uh, tip I had was some physical tip about breathing and taking a breath. And I learned this the hard way. And I had a, a friend of mine in Miami when um, she would say, breathe. You know, like sometimes I have a color up and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I got all this going on. And she's like, stop, just take a breath mm -hmm. and breathe. And then someone, and I think it was you, uh, was telling me about Yahweh, how the name is like a breath, right? Like Yahweh. Mm. And if you say it that way, 
you have to take a big breath yes. and breathe, breathe. And also you used to do, and this was in one of your our previous podcasts where you talked about how you were involved with yoga and the breath. Or, That's different. Yeah, we're not well, recommending no, you do no, pranayama. <laughs> no, no, but that breath, you know, that breathing, um, they have some good things. And, you know, we can glean from your experiences of, of taking in a breath. And, you know, we breathe in God's grace and his love and his, his forgiveness. And we can breathe out unforgiveness mm -hmm. of yourself and others. And whew, it's a great coping mechanism to reduce stress and anxiety. Yeah, yes, yes. And also exercise for me. If you exercise, you know, find out what you like, whether it's dancing or swimming or, or pickleball. Pickleball mm -hmm. is really popular right now because people can't, you know, play tennis. A lot of older people are playing pickleball. I used to play tennis. Anyway, pickleball because you can get out. Get outside, you know. So exercise is a part of the breathing tip because yes. obviously what does exercise do? It increases the breath you're taking. But back to that Yahweh thing, the Lord himself told Moses his name was Yahweh, right? And yes. it sounds like a breath because well if you think about it that way every breath that you breathe is a prayer yeah and so the first appearance of Yahweh is in Exodus chapter 3 right mm -hmm. and it consists of a sequence of consonants which mm -hmm. were the Hebrew Yod, He, Wa and He and so this is known as the tetragrammaton, there you go. which isn't yep. an easy word to say, right? It's <laughs> a big but word. Say that again. Tetra. Tetragrammaton. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so basically these were aspirated consonants when you look into the Hebrew lexicon. Mm -hmm. Aspirated means they are literally breathed. So over time, vowels were added to get that Yahweh, like mm -hmm. Y-A-H-W-E-H. But when the name of the Lord is pronounced without them, that's where you get that yeah way good isn't that's, that that's cool super i just very cool i didn't know that until maybe just a couple years ago mm -hmm. and then when i see our lungs and how they have these branches these ventricular arteries and then i look at a tree and like we breathe in what the trees give out and the trees breathe in what we give out wow. and so they that, kind of yeah there's some beautiful so cool. imagery for that yes. maybe we can get it yeah um but anyway, you know, Yahweh's spirit breathed over the chaos of creation and Yahweh breathed life mm -hmm. into the first human. So your tip couldn't be more accurate. <laughs> breathe, you know. And do you want to talk about the Gospel of John where Jesus breathed um, the spirit into the disciples? Well, be before I, I'll let you do that. But it, but a part of the breathing and the exercise, I want to say one thing, too, about just you know, the enemy wants to keep us isolated yeah. and he wants to keep us inside. And mm -hmm. um, there, I can't quote who it was, but many people have said, move a muscle, change a thought. Oh, that's smart. A lot of anxiety is because we start getting in our own head mm -hmm. about something, a topic. Mm -hmm. And it's like that starts spinning around and around and around and around and it makes us anxious. So we have to, they say to get up. Like if you're sitting down, get up yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're up up and then you need to sit down but moving a muscle change a thought because the it'll it'll just keep spinning that's a and, good one that and, is 
And I think when you're, so I like to prayer walk, right? Because that increases my breathing. Mm -hmm. And I, it's taking that moment to soak in worship by breathing in prayer, whatever mm -hmm. the method is, let the peace of the Lord literally fill you from your heart to, to your toes, right? Feel that as you breathe in, you breathe in his name and you just let that peace seep over you. Yes. Amen. Yeah, I think Amen. that's uh, really so awesome and amazing. It's a revelation that from birth to death, our first and last words, right, which mm -hmm. are usually breaths, not yeah. words. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, baby, that ever came out talking. And no. Yeah, so <laughs> like, the what? last and the first thing that we ever do on this earth, uh, God created us to breathe is Amen. Yahweh unto him. Amen. That is so beautiful. And I'll be real, sometimes like my anxiety is so overwhelming that... I literally can't just stop and pause to breathe. You know, you could tell me and I would get mad at you for telling me because like, does it look like I can just pause <laughs> and breathe right now? And I need to kind of have that extra push to calm. And for that, we have spiritual tip number three. <laughs> And that is to turn sufferings over to glory. We kind of mentioned it in one, but it's when things like disease, death, natural disasters, and like terrible things happen in our lives, or we feel like our prayers aren't being answered. Who's ever mm -hmm. been there, you know? Uh, we might find ourselves asking God, like, why? You know, it's in those times that fear and anxiety can overwhelm us. And if we don't know how to turn it over to glory, it can remain with us, you know? Mm -hmm. It can turn into trauma and keep us from healing and restoration. Yes. And the trust is that we will be tested and we will be tried. And with each one, we will become more refined. Suffering can and will refine us in Christ. It doesn't mean to glorify our sufferings. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it means to understand that in them, and we will all have plenty of them, we are growing. And we are growing closer to God and to Christ, and that he will wash them away in his eternal glory in the end. Amen. Second. Because his word, his word says. It says it in Second yeah. Corinthians yes. 4.17. Yes. Yeah. For, for our, our present troubles are small and won't last very long, yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. Ever. And forever. I just hope, you know, Paul was the one that gave us that word. And it's a refreshing perspective, mm -hmm. right? Because yes. you can refer to that when you're suffering. You can literally think, okay. He's linking suffering to glory directly. And he's promising that the glory that it will produce will far outweigh the stress of the current experience, the yes. current situation. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> it's a powerful one. I mean, that's that extra pause that I could be like, okay, as overwhelming as this situation and this moment is, it is a moment. What do moments do? They pass. And that's on right. the other side of this, if I'm suffering, Paul said in Corinthians, it's linked to glory. And that glory is eternal. Yeah. Far outweighing this yes. little moment. Amen. So now I can pause and breathe. Yes. <laughs> and Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. Yeah. But I have, over, I overcome, you know, through him yeah. and his word. And that's why it's really important. If you don't have a Bible, you know, you can get one for free on the internet or on your app. There's app stores. Write to us if you need a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we have some Bibles here. And yeah. We will be happy to send you a Bible because it's his word and you've got to get it in your spirit. And yeah. I love that. You know, your, your praise, your walks and getting outside and getting in nature. You know, I see God. And that helps me too, um, to see his- Like the breathing in the trees yes. and the lungs, yes. Yeah, the but I think number four is on you, and that was one that you came up with when you were talking about resting. Mm -hmm. And I think um, 
So, like, for me, right. prioritizing the and incentivizing. Yeah, to, re to rest, you know. Rest. It can be really hard, you know, sometimes to reach out. When we're under high stress and anxiety, um, like you said, you just don't want to even talk to anybody or, <laughs> or ask for help. Oh my gosh, pick up the phone and ask for help. Yeah. So, so sometimes I even feel guilty if I do that myself, you know, um, wanting and needing rest, but that's not of the Lord. In Psalm 46.10, it says, be still and know that I am God. And he tells us this. Yeah to be still and know that I am God. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I'm it's, sorry. It's a reminder for our strength, <laughs> right? Yes, and amen. for our hope. Yes. I mean, the God of all creation, mm -hmm. <laughs> who created us, you right. know, said that. And another verse in Psalm 62, uh, verses five through eight says, rest in God alone, O my soul, for, he, for my hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and salvation. He is my fortress and I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor and rest of God, my strong rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. Oh, people, pour out your, your hearts before him. God is our refuge. You know, David talked to himself. Yeah, he did. David spoke to himself. Mm -hmm. And we have to talk to ourselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the enemy's whispering in our ears and trying to get us to be anxious and and that's why we need to know the word so that we can combat and Jesus spoke the word mm -hmm. you know we have to speak the word out loud mm -hmm. over ourselves I amen. love that amen so I mean you want to look at some of those key words in the verse because I yep. think you it's such a well, powerful one ahead. right like uh honestly the word rest okay mm -hmm. so when you rest in him this is really key to your rock having him as your rock having him as your salvation, having him as your refuge, and he will not be shaken. See, I don't know about you, but I have suffered from such severe anxiety that I've trembled. Like I literally shake. And you know, here is the promise of the Lord that when we rest in him, he will not be shaken. Amen. He will protect us and guard us mm -hmm. in his strength, yes. not our own. Amen. And what an awesome God he is to care so much for us, you know, to love us at our worst and, and encompass us when we simply rest in him. Right. He's that so awesome. Yes. He's so awesome. And I always know that deep down, but sometimes when I'm in one of those attacks where my body's like literally shaking, like my hands will go like this and my nerves and, and my, my heart starts pumping and I just, I'm through the roof. Like I need yet another nudge to get me in the mindset of rest because, you know, my personal default is to fight. I am that person that will just keep going like until I have nothing left. And, you know, actually until I break. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's obviously not what God wants for us. So Amen. it's in those times that I have to just let it all out, you know, and. Well, it's part of taking care of ourselves, yes, you know, and so, and, so and, and one thing that's not here, uh, it's about also taking care of ourselves is about eating good. And I know a lot of women, not you, but I, a lot of women will, yeah. will, 
I skip a meal. I used to do this. I used to skip breakfast, and uh, I'm trying to lose weight, so I'm not going to eat breakfast, and then I'm not going to. And then lunch comes by, and maybe I, maybe I'll grab something. And I used to carry food in my car in Miami because we're on the road, and mm. and then I'm not eating right, and then. You know, you're, you're, that doesn't help emotions. I'm sorry. So I'm now focusing on really trying to eat like three meals a day, uh, smaller portions, you know, eating right. And um, it just, that helps because your emotions can get all over the place if you're not eating. And a lot of women I think it's don't. relevant, you know, also with rest. Like a lot of us don't rest. No. And so, um, like I was saying, don't keep it in. <laughs> cry out is tip number five. Okay. And Psalm 34, 17 says that the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them and he delivers them from all their troubles. Mm -hmm. There is nothing worse than suffering from anxiety alone. The more we isolate ourselves, the worse we truly become. Yes. And the Lord is your deliverer. You know, he's the body of Christ. He's your support. You can trust that. You can call on your, your body of support. Hopefully, you know, you can confide in them. You can cry out to the Lord for him to lift you up and out of the spiral of stress that sweeps us off of our feet and onto our heads. You know, if you can't think of some trusted sisters to reach out to in Christ, then reach out to me. (laughs) That is why we are building this community of new creation women. And you can join us on Facebook or Instagram. You can even come in person if you're, you're near Northeast Ohio. We have prayer intercessors and godly mature women of faith to encourage you. Amen. And of course, you know, the Lord is always there. But we must not assume he's just going to rescue us without us even asking him to. That's right. You know, you got to cry out to him and remind him of his word and that you submit to him so that he can make your path straight. You know, in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So trusting in him with all your heart, not just some of it, (laughs) not just when things are good and prayers are being answered and your your mind is calm and, you know, you're at peace. But when things are happening and you can't understand why. That's when you really need to lean in and trust him with all your heart. And that's why I'm so grateful that I have a godly mother, you know, who raised me up to know (laughs) his word and his promises. And one of those Bible verses that you learned to memorize as a kid um, that has stuck with me and I think helped me throughout all these times. Well, I'll let her share that because actually it's our next spiritual (laughs) tip. And it is about claiming the fruits. Yeah, the fruits of the <laughs> And you know, I used to play songs when you were little. You know, I did. I, I we had all these little Bible songs, and they actually they helped me. I don't know. Yeah. I, and I they may have stuck with you. But the fruits of the spirit, and I love this because um, some they the children. Some we have children's church at our church, and they they memorize what are the fruits of the spirit. It comes out of Galatians five twenty two and twenty three. We know the fruits of the Spirit, and the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, peace patience, kindness, goodness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and, and self-control. Self-control. <laughs> self-control, that's a big one. Yeah. You know, I have to pray and ask God to help me, uh, give me that the fruits of the Spirit, because they don't come naturally. Oh my no. goodness, <laughs> I need those. You don't naturally just have tons of peace and gentleness floating through your soul at all no, times Lord. in the midst of an anxiety attack. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Lord, yeah. help me. So how can we focus on the fruits or even bear the fruits when we are in the, in the thick of it? Yeah. Again, we call on the Lord and the helper. The Holy Spirit is yes. our helper. Lord, help me. Help me, Jesus. <laughs> there is fruits after all. <laughs> yes. And secondly, we're all, we already talked about submitting to him. 
or to make our path straight. So, but by submitting to him and serving him and his ways, he also, that's one thing I have to, if we are constantly thinking about ourselves and what we need to, if we, when we serve him and we say, Lord, what, how can I help you? How can I serve you? You know, we're his hands and feet here. How can I help my neighbor? There's a lot of neighbors out there that need help. When I'm thinking about what I can do to help somebody else, then my mind isn't focused on what I need or I think I need and that anxiety, it stops. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we his want to ways. encourage you. <laughs> yes. His ways are a supernatural driving yes. force, right? Yes. They're like a catalyst to bearing fruit, not yes. our ways. Yes. And you got to be careful. I mean, helping others is good, but sometimes you can overdo that oh, too, right? Absolutely. And so I think if you yes. ask him, hey, is this your will, God? Yes. He will let you know. You absolutely. Know? And that's that catalyst, that mm-hmm. supernatural, like, boost to bear fruit yeah our our own ways hardly ever do to be honest that's right wasted so much time trying to do good things that i thought were with good intentions and and they weren't his will so amen fruits came of it pray i have to pray every day lord i want to hear your voice what to do what not to do where to go or not to go i need to hear your voice clearly because you know it can be confusing sometimes (laughs) (laughs) so anyway i'm so grateful for the, the you and you know you've did a lot of the notes for this. So thank you. You've taken the lead on this. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank I think you they're important topics. And, and again, we're here to encourage and, and support, you know, that's so this is something that do. so many suffer from. And, and when you surrender your anxiety over to him in prayer yes. and you ask him to reveal the true desires of his heart, not yes. yours, you yes. know, but his heart and your heart and to align them for his kingdom purpose. Amen. Because there's joy in that kind of heart posture, you mm-hmm. know, and that you are in his presence at all times. Yes. Yeah, Amen. aligning your heart in the Father's yes. heart. Like, wow, Ooh. it's a thing. It is. And so where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, freedom. and yes. there is joy. Joy, yes. Amen, so good. Uh, and so when you can't find it within yourself, don't be surprised because that is not where your joy comes from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, people these days and in the new age like to talk about how they can manifest peace and joy and etc. And it's just simply not true. No. Because when you manifest, uh, you are playing God. That's and right. you are putting your trust in not him, but in your own process. And so when you produce anything that even resembles fruit, Who are you thanking? You thank yourself instead of giving thanks to God, you know, and this is not the way that we are supposed to be living. And, you know, it's infiltrated our culture through the new age. Many Christians are getting led astray. Oh my gosh. And, you know, they're wondering why they aren't feeling the peace (laughs) and the joy of the Lord when they come under attack, you know? Yeah. So you got to look to him and in all that you do and in all that you seek, not for yourself, you know, keep his kingdom first and you won't go wrong. Yes. Amen. 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 And so now for the final tip, which really, this is one that you came up with, or you didn't come up with it, it's in the Bible, but, you know, I'm going to let you take the final tip because, (laughs) you know, it's a spiritual, we want to be whole. We're praying that we are whole physically, spiritually, mentally, you know, the anxiety has a lot to do with our emotions mm-hmm. but if you don't if you aren't taking care of yourself physically if you're not eating body good, soul spirit yes all yep. three yeah and all. so this one's actually kind of a spiritual and physical one that mm-hmm. you can practice right away and tip number seven is to see his reflection in the mirror Ooh. one oh. of the best and quickest and easiest things we can all do is go look in a mirror uh, you know uh. in fact <laughs> the mirror can be a cause of anxiety for some of us yes. but the good news is that i'm 
not going to tell you to go look and see yourself, but learn how to see him. Yes. In second Corinthians three, 17, three, 18. Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, is, there is freedom. freedom. And we, I love this one Mm -hmm. who with unveiled faces, Mm -hmm. all reflect the glory of the Lord Lord. are being transformed into his image with intensifying glory, which comes from the Lord who is the spirit. Yes. You know, you are constantly being transformed into Mm -hmm. a new creation creation from a glory to a glory. And we already linked suffering to glory earlier in this episode. So maybe now you have that revelation to see glory when you would have seen only your sufferings. Yes. And when you look inside yourself, seek out the reflection of his image. Seek out evidence of your transformation, intensifying, and let that lead you to a feeling of immense freedom and liberation. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's really something that I struggle with. I, I obviously struggled with the eating disorder, which I shared in an earlier episode on here, and growing up in Miami and issues with body image, you know, um, and, and always striving. <laughs> no, so many. And so the point is that when I was looking in the mirror, I was only looking to see myself. I didn't understand that. I mean, it literally says in the Bible, like we are reflecting mm-hmm. with the, through the spirit, the glory of God, like the glory that has consumed some people when they were unprepared to be in its presence. Yet through Christ, you know, we are all brought near nigh actually so near that we are in the heart of the father. And that's really helped me like, cause there's mornings where I wake up and I'm like, Oh, we got some work to do, <laughs> you know, but, but then if, it, no, but that, that's like negative talk, yes, like you're saying, Absolutely. and that's going to lead to anxiety and yes. fear. Amen. So, and there was a time when I couldn't even look in the mirror. Can, yeah. can we be honest here? <laughs> yeah, I think we've all been there. Uh, I, I mean, when I was struggling, you know, with, and, and trying to use alcohol as a coping mechanism, which it doesn't work, ladies, it doesn't work. Um, uh, I, or drugs or, or, you know, pills, or food, like there's or, you know, extremes and, of anything don't or work. Or food, yeah. you know, there, there's women that use food and trying sure. to make, I could not look in the mirror because what I saw was so ugly. I did not want to even look at that reflection that was in the mirror. I would just not look in the mirror at all. And then I wasn't taking care of myself. And then, you know, that that's why this whole self-care, but it's, you know, grounded in the word. We've got to be grounded in the word because he will heal. Amen. He will heal your heart. If yep. you're struggling with, with a poor self-image or whatever, or whatever. Whatever's causing the anxiety, yes. really, you got to look at the roots there and then you, you have go. to surrender, yes. lay them down. And, you know, try those seven tips that we gave, because obviously they were all rooted in scripture yes. and they can be action steps. They are also spiritual, like you said, body, soul, spirit, yep. you know, that's Amen. how we are made. And that's how we must heal through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And obviously, Amen. you know, Abba. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, and he's a loving father. He's a good, good father. If you yes. didn't have a father growing up that was loving, you're earthly father may not have been a reflection of God's father. Some women have wonderful fathers and they showed God's love. But if you didn't, your Abba father, he loves you. That's the verse we talked about earlier, being adopted into the kingdom and all co-heirs, right? So that's all the time that we have today. Please connect with us on Instagram at new creation woman. And you know, I check that multiple times a day, or you can reach me personally at Russo. I would love to hear from you, (laughs) you know, and in the meantime, may his peace and grace go with you wherever you are Mm -hmm. throughout each and every moment of your day. God bless you, sweet sisters. Amen. Amen. May God fill you with his love. Amen. Amen. Amen.